We are one day through free agency now. So now let's talk about where the Florida Panthers stand. It is in a place that we hadn't expected. Let's talk about it. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Thursday, July 14th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Don't forget to also subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast with Flip Livingstone and Steel Roden and Locked On NHL. We'll be covering all the off-season activities around the National Hockey League. So 24 hours ago, we were still had hopes of possibly a big move of the Panthers bringing one of their pending UFAs back. And unfortunately for the Cats, they didn't bring any of them back. Um, It was heavily rumored, of course, weeks ago, months ago, even at the trade deadline, that Claude Drew, even after this season, regardless of what happened, that he was going to sign with the Ottawa Senators. And lo and behold, it happened. It was a great setup by Pierre Dorian with training for Alex DeBrinkett, training for Cam Talbot, and putting the Ottawa Senators in a great position to succeed, possibly making them a playoff team next year. I've said this many times that I thought that the Atlantic Division was going to put three playoff teams only, and the Metro was going to take the rest of it. Lo and behold, uh, that might have changed after today with free agency. Uh, Claude Drew signs with the Ottawa Senators for three years, 6.5 million AAV. The Panthers also lose Ben Chirot, which was a deal that I was never expecting to happen for the Panthers. Uh, Four years, $4.75 million with the Detroit Red Wings. Now gives Mord Sider a friend uh, on the defense, so... Their goal differential is probably not going to be as low as it was last season. And if you watch Detroit Red Wings games, many odd man rushes the other way. I mean, watch any Panthers Red Wings games. You saw a whole bunch of those. And Mason Marchment, which we spoke with Jacob Winans yesterday about him possibly going to Edmonton, was originally thought that he was going to sign with the Carolina Hurricanes early in the day when free agency hit. And then last minute, he signs with the Dallas Stars four years, $4.5 million. And that was a deal that the Florida Panthers were never going to offer Mason Marchment, according to reports. And this, this is this, at first it was uh, tough to swallow. It was, it was, I was a little sick to my stomach, not going to lie when seeing all these Panthers that helped them get to 
a presidential trophy, their first ever in franchise history, to not bring any of them back. And, you know, the cap situation is what it is. And it, it just, it, it hurts today. But this is the thing. Today, it does not have to hurt later in the season if the Florida Panthers and their core can elevate the players around them. And, of course, you've learned from veterans like a Yarmir Yager, now recently a Claude Giroux. And what can they take out of that experience? Because last year was still that year to go for it, for the Panthers. That's just that's how I see it. And even though the Sherratt trade doesn't look the best right now, the Bill Zito had a tough job at his right in front of him from the Dale Talon, Tom Rowe days. And we are now starting to see the lingering effects of that era. Another signing that happened of a floor of a Florida Panther being gone is Noel Chari signed a one-year deal with the St. Louis blues one year, $1.25 million. Uh, that was a, that was a signing that we're not surprised. Doesn't that one doesn't hurt as much as the others, but let's talk about the player that we were expecting to get moved. Patrick Hornquist. They didn't make a clap cap clearing move. And we've been, from the outside, we've been talking about for weeks about this move. But we, in the media, and fans, might see this a little differently. And Patrick Hornquist, let's be honest, he's valued in that room. The players like him. And when the players like a certain player and don't want them to be gone or not have a streak end like Keith Yandel a few years ago, they make it very known. And there's no reporting behind this. But this is just a pure guess speculation that maybe a Hornquist move by the Panthers would not have sat well with the players in that locker room. And maybe that's why the move was never made. And there's only really only one report weeks ago about Hornquist and Seattle. But outside of that, we hadn't heard anything. So it didn't happen. Doesn't look like it's going to, at least right now. And it's too early to really see what they're going to do in the trade deadline, whether they're going to make a move. I mean... This past trade deadline, they traded Frank Vitrano in order to set up another move. But it's, uh, I don't know if it's going to be the same thing. That's, that's really my line of thinking there. And like I said, we're, we're seeing, we're seeing the lingering effects. We knew Yandel's buyout was coming and no way, no way in hell the Florida Panthers could have held him onto the roster for, for another year. This will, this year, <coughs> excuse me, would have been the last year of that contract. At $6.25 million? No way. He had no trade value. We talked about trading Connolly, Strawman. Bobrovsky's cap hit is still looming. 
and it's a cloud on this team. So that's why the Panthers had to take a step back. And let's not forget about failed development of Mike Matheson, Henrik Borgstrom, having to trade Lawson Krauss as part of a cap clearing deal when he was a prospect as well. Never having to, never making his NHL debut for the Panthers as well. So those are the failures continuing that are still lingering on this team. And it takes a while for a GM to make their stamp really on a team. And once all this cap clears from Yandel's buyout, now we're really going to see Bill Zito's real stamp here. It required taking a little bit of a step back this year. And let's kind of talk about who would have been a pen, who would have been a UFA slash RFA this year that got their deals done last offseason. Let's not forget, Barkoff got an extension. He was scheduled to be a UFA this year. Carter Verhage was extended last offseason with a year left on his contract. So maybe this free agency period was actually all set up last year. I mean, with, with, the, with the limited amount of moves and little amount of money that they had, it was uh, it was it was always going to be a tough place for Bill Zito to be. So that step back was a little necessary. But there's hope. I do believe that there's hope because you still have the core there for many years. And we'll talk about Huberdo and, and later in the in the show. But there's still past this year a little bit of cap space in order to still make something happen. Um it's going to be hard next year. And of course, we got to play the games first, right? Just remember, let's not forget. Heading into the 2021 season, let's rewind two years from now. Excuse me, two years back. I was expecting the Florida Panthers to be a bubble playoff team in that central division. When, in that 66-game season. They ex- exceeded expectations, becoming second in that division. Had home ice against Tampa Bay, of course. They lost in six in that one. Many people around the NHL circles spoke about how that was one of the best series that they ever that they've watched in recent years. That put them in another echelon. And then come this year with the offseason moves. And then you got to the highest point you can in the regular season with the President's Trophy in 2021-22. Now it's time to take a... Now they're taking a little bit of a step back. We're not expecting President's Trophies, this another President's Trophy this year. Hell, we not, might not even expect a division championship either, either. I still fully expect this team to compete for a playoff spot. But also... The more times you get into the playoffs and the more times you get a a crack at it, sometimes the law of averages can really help with finally getting to the top. And of course, let's, let's rewind back to the trade deadline as well. This past, this most recent one. If you've been a listener of this show for a while, 
I always said that adding Claude Giroux was a bonus to this team. This team was already great before. Giroux was the bonus. The cherry on top, the whipped cream, and then you put the cherry on. It's still a good hockey team. Let's not forget that. It's going to, it's going to, it, it, it's temporary pain right now with the players being lost. But who knows? It could reap something bigger and better with some cap clearing moves for who, for whoever comes to UFA next offseason. And it's a little too early for me to get into like who the Panthers are going to sign next offseason. But there's going to be some money opened up too. They got to work with what they got. The NHL just this year with their new TV deal got record high revenue. Of course, the players have to pay some escrow still. But who knows where the cap can be a year from now. I'm not very hopeful that it will rise more than $1 million. Right now, it's 82.5. But if it rises another million, each team has to go, go to work from there. And this is what the Panthers have. And it hurts today, Panther fans. It, does, it, it, it hurts. I'm with you there. But it's, I don't think it's going to hurt forever. And my grade for Zito, as far as this specific free agency, I give him a C. Because he didn't make any moves that are super long-term that would cap-strap this team even, even more or give up additional assets for <laughs> or lack thereof. So for now, we, we, we could look back at this later in the season. Right now, I give a C for Bill Zito. In the next segment, we are going to discuss who is actually in for the Panthers ahead of the 2022-2023 the season. But first, we're going to tell you all about Athletic Greens. And our next partner is a product that I use literally every single day. And I started taking AG1 because, as I've said on this podcast many times, I'm Hispanic and I love coffee. I'm kind of addicted to it. And I got to take a little bit of a break from the coffee. And what I use to substitute that, I use Athletic Greens. And what what is this stuff? It's with, with one delicious scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and aim your immune, and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. With just one scoop in a cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Second segment here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast on this Thursday, July 14th edition of the show. And the players who are in for the Panthers, uh, one of them is center left winger uh, Nick Cousins, 28 years old, for a two-year, 1.1 uh, million AAV. And 
is a player who's going to play on the bottom six for the Panthers. Um, and really, point-wise, most of it, most of his success came with the Arizona Coyotes a, a few seasons ago, drafted in the third round in 2011, uh, in the same draft as Jonathan Huberdeau, uh, 68th overall. So a, a good opportunity for Nick Cousins to be in a new situation uh, and and possibly work with someone like an Anton Lindell or an Etulu Sterain in there because and we'll talk about what Bill Zito has will said about Nick Cousins and along with this other player that the Florida Panthers signed today is Colin White. Colin White was bought out by the Ottawa Senators of center slash right wing uh, for one. One year, $1.2 million deal. And like I said, bought out by the Ottawa Senators and another opportunity to for a guy who was on a rebuilding team for a few years gets an opportunity here. And we talked about Bill Zito and how he's taken chances on players who might have not worked in other places. Carver Hage, well, Carver Hage was did work out in Tampa. It's just more like that team was stacked. Uh Carver Hagee is an example. Anthony Duclair, who's bounced around many, many teams. Uh, Sam Bennett, who was playing in a bottom six after being drafted fourth overall in 2014. And failed development on Sam Bennett and then bring him, bring him into South Florida and then elevating his game after that trade. So there's an opportunity for um, Colin White. And the fact that bought out, and the Panthers signed him to a one-year, one one-point-two million-dollar deal. They have control after after next year. If they see that he doesn't work out after this year, then they have his RFA rights. They can choose to qualify an offer for him. And only recorded forty points once in his career in 2018, 2019, and struggled with really injuries the last few seasons, and, and was out from October all the way to April last season. Ten points in twenty-four games but a good opportunity if he stays healthy to possibly make an impact on that bottom, bottom six. And the Stahl brothers are headed to South Florida. Defenseman Mark Stahl, um, likely to be paired in the third pairing with Racco Gudas, a one-year 750K deal. So, so good value signing for on the cheap because – there was always that with Lucas Carlson having a two-way deal and one UFA defenseman. Five, we we spoke about it on the show. Five of the seven defensemen were under contract this year, so it was really only gonna make it was it was a little bit of a logjam uh, for the defensive part of the Panthers. Even though the prospect pool of the Panthers uh, defensemen isn't the best in the NHL, with all those players being under contract right now. There's still that little itty bitty logjam for 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 them. So, getting someone on the cheap with the Florida Panthers being as cap strapped as they are helps a little bit. And Anthony Duclair's LTIR space hasn't been added uh, on cap friendly. Uh, excuse me, subtracted from on cap friendly yet. So right now it shows 84 million for um, just over 84 million for the Panthers. And with that cap space, it's going to be under at around 80, just about 81 million. Forward Eric Stahl, who didn't play at all last season, uh, signed a PTO deal with the Panthers uh, and is very familiar with new Panthers head coach Paul Maurice. So familiarity there 
and has some time to get into playing shape and come to camp and prove that he can be part of this team. And familiarity familiarity with Paul Maurice, his brother signing, I I I think he has a really good chance of making the team. Uh, 31-year-old defenseman Anthony Batetto, um, one-year two-way deal, former six-rounder uh, in the 2010 NHL entry draft, uh, played last year with the San Jose Barracuda and Hartford Wolfpack, uh, 17 points in 53 games. And another signing for the Panthers, AHL depth, um, goalie Alex Lyon, uh, two NA- only played two NHL games with the Carolina Hurricanes, but did win a Calder championship with their AHL fillet in the Chicago Wolves, uh, was was a Hobie Baker finalist in 2016. And in his in their Calder Cup playoffs, 9-3, nine 923 goals against average. So good good opportunity for, for Alex Lyon in case there's an injury to Bobrovsky or Knight for him to get some games in. So with the because it's a one-year two-way deal for uh Alex Lyon. Next one uh, was actually an entry-level deal for the Panthers. Nathan, Nathan Stouse, uh, three-year ELC, and he's with the Panthers right now in development camp at the Panthers Ice Den. And wish I were there to tell you more about what's going on there, but there's only so much that we could talk about based on highlight videos, based on what the beat writers are saying, so I can't really give the full analysis of who is impressing and who is not. Apologies on that. But Nathan Stouse... 66 points in 59 games, 15 goals, 51 assists, a playmaking defenseman for for the Hamilton Bulldogs of the OHL. And this is considering that the OHL didn't have a season just two seasons ago. So, and his dad is a 60 was a 16-year vet, Steve Steve Staus, and the president of the Hamilton Bulldogs. So uh good value signing for the Panthers. And hey, we talked about this earlier in the in the show about Bill Zito taking chances on on players and and this is where the development of, of players is going to be loom very large. And we're going to see, even though Denisenko, Cole Schwitt, and Alexei Hepaniemi aren't at development camp, the, the AHL players, there's uh, there's chances for them come September that they can hopefully make the team and hopefully on the cheap that – the the Panthers don't won't be missing the players like a Marchment, Sherratt, and a Drew as much. Of course, it's hard to replace them. Of course, that's that's a given. But one day at a time, when it comes to this team, we're we're, we're I'm recording this on July 13th, and this one will well because it's free agency. This will drop a day earlier um, due to stuff possibly being outdated, but. Let's exhale a little bit because the sky is not falling for this team. The core is still there. And and with as long as that's together, I, I, I really believe in this group of, of Panthers. Let's talk about quickly before we transition over to the third and final segment of where did other Panthers go that used to be on the team? Frank Vitrano signs with the Anaheim Ducks through three times 3.65 was never going to have a chance to sign here. And that's why they traded him 11 uh, scratch 11 times uh, last season before being traded. Vincent Trocek. This is a strange one. Seven times 
5.25 million with the New York Rangers re- reuniting with former Panthers head coach Gerard Gallant. The term's a tough one. If I'm New York, oof, that term is not the best, but the the cap hit is not the worst in the world, at least in the beginning. It might hold them back later on. Andrew Burnett, former interim head coach, reportedly has signed to become an assistant coach with the New Jersey Devil under Lindy Ruff's staff, but nothing is confirmed because Bill Zito was asked about it and he refused to comment on it because not, it, had, it hadn't been official. Nick Bugstad uh, signs a one-year 900K deal with the Arizona Coyotes. And one other, one other thing is we were when we were talking about Ulf Samuelson and Derek McKenzie being let go by the Panthers, there's always questions about whether Rob Tallis was going to stay around, and he is at development camp at the Pan- Panthers' ice den uh, this week. So it looks like that he's going to stick around. He's been around for a while now. <laughs> he's been he's been around as long as I've been a fan. So it, so and Bobrovsky just had his best season on, uh, as a Panther, creating goalie excellence department. So it's not really a surprise for me that Rob Tallis is still around. So those are the latest updates on former Panthers uh, and who they decided to join. But right, but. Next segment, we are going to talk about what is clear for the Florida Panthers and what is their motivation and their mission this offseason. It's not just about this offseason, but setting up something ahead. And we're going to talk about that next. But first, we're going to tell you all about Built Bar. And from the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar, but guess what? Your friends have built have given coconut brownie chunk puff the puffs treatment. That's right, the coconut brownie chunk built bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. But stop drooling and listen. They are good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious. Coconut Brownie Chunk Puffs are only here for a limited time. Go to Built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. All Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides a ton of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about Built Puffs is, of course, they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they're actually good for you. They're the perfect treat. Perfect when you've got a craving, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or you need a quick, healthy snack. They're an excellent source of protein. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet browning, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk puffs right now. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast on this Thursday, July 14th edition of the show. And let's talk about what's clear. The Panthers want to keep their guys, the homegrown guys. Jonathan Huberdeau, we've always wanted an extension for him with the Panthers. We're seeing about we're thinking about the $10 million range. And after seeing what Johnny Gaudreau is making with the Columbus Blue Jackets, after getting the same amount of points as Huberto, 
chances are that we're going to see somewhere around that number, except with eight, the number eight as far as term instead of seven with Goudreau signing with the Columbus Blue Jackets. And I'm confident that it will get done. No rush right now to get it done. Mackenzie Weger, once again, is the wild card. I, I wouldn't necessarily sign him for anything over eight. <laughs> no way in hell. As anything between like a five or six million for Mackenzie Weger, homegrown player has really moved up into the ranks from ECHL all the way to top pairing defenseman in the NHL. Is uh, is regardless of what public opinion is of Mackenzie Weger, the Panthers themselves value him, and they look to discuss more about the contract situation with both their agents and Bill Zito spoke about it to the media today but, uh, about the extensions. And he said pretty much the same thing that he said prior to the draft. We're in discussions with their agents. We're progressing, you know, doesn't, doesn't reveal too much. And of course he's not going to tip his hand, but expect an extension from those two. And let's look at another team just a little North of us. North, northwest of us in the Tampa Bay Lightning. What did they do in free agency? They signed, they extended three players ahead of them being free agents. Anthony Sorelli, Eric Chernak, Mikhail Sergachev, part of their team that has won them a cup. Sure, the Panthers don't have a cup, but they value still their homegrown talent that got them to a President's Trophy. And looking at the 2026 cap, excuse me, 2023 offseason in their cap space, they have 26 million at this point in time right now in, in cap space. And if you were to subtract Huberto with, let's say, 10, and then minus Mackenzie Weger with another six. Still $10 million to play with and not as many expiring deals next offseason as well. Gudis will be coming off the books as well, next offseason. Spencer Knight is going to get paid, but you, but chances are the Panthers are going to play Bob 75% of the games for this reason and this reason only. That when Spencer Knight becomes an RFA, they don't have to pay him a boatload of money right then and there, a bridge deal, and then he'll get his payday after. So there's still a little bit, there still will be a little bit of cap space next off season when the majority of Keith Yandel's buyout is off the books and you'll have to pay Spencer Knight. I don't recommend having a $13 million goalie tandem. I don't recommend that. Don't, don't get that twisted. But once again, next off season will be, more of the Panthers trying to wheel and deal a move to give Spencer Knight possibly the job, the the to be the the starting goalie for more than a fourth or a third of the season starting in 2023-24. And you know, this is a slow process. There's a slow uh development stage for goalies and it's needed because it takes time once again. And for the Panthers, things are going to things will open up. 
but it requires taking a slight step back right now. And once again, this is hard. It sucks losing Claude Drew. It sucks losing Mason Marchment. It sucks losing a player who was beloved by Panther fans in Nolachari, but of course, no one ever expected him to return based on the some of the injuries that he has suffered. But the sun will rise tomorrow. Let's not forget that. There's still a season to be played. And who knows? We, we know these Panthers do the work in the offseason. There's uh, shots of uh, Barkoff being back in his hometown in Finland doing some exercises. Huberto's back in Quebec, uh, and he's always posting on Instagram his fair share workouts. Ekblad has stayed in the area. He bought a house, um, he, he stayed in the area during the offseason and is doing work here. He was just spotted at development camp just this week. So the work is being put in with these cats. So the sky isn't falling. It's just sometimes, I don't know how much this relates to the Panthers in hockey, but it does relate in real life when it comes to sometimes you need a breakdown to experience a breakthrough. And who knows? The Panthers' breakdown might have been that four-game sweep against the Tampa Bay Lightning. But what if their breakthrough is yet to come? That's what I'm going to leave you with today. And it, it once again, it's tough. But hang in there, Panther fans. We're still going to be discussing more of the offseason we're going to discuss how the lines could look come next season opening night but there 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 is some changes and this was these were expected changes we were hoping that the panthers were going to at least sign one of these guys but we can't change the fact that they lost all of them. And Bill Zito even said it. They didn't have any money. So it, it's also the state of the NHL and there with the cap and COVID. Let's not forget that. It's a possibility that some of these contending teams from these past years could fall off a cliff based on what has happened. I mean, we saw the Vegas Golden Knights trade Max Pacioretty who is supposed to be a cornerstone of their franchise to help them win a cup. Now they offload him for nothing. The Panthers aren't the Vegas Golden Knights as far as their cap situation. It's going to get better. And I can promise you that. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this episode of Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. It's it's been a it's been a tough day for the Panthers, but there's light at the end of the tunnel and once the game starts in October, that then we'll have a real taste of what this Panthers team is really like. But stay, stay, stay plugged in. Keep the energy alive because the excitement that they brought last season 
not only created new fans, but it created a new energy for this team, despite losing some of their role players. So keep that energy alive. Subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Odyssey, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. So keep just and just subscribe and we'll be talking more about everything in relation to the Panthers. So there won't be any shortage of topics in relation to the Panthers. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time. The Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to Lockdown NHL and Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast with Flip Livingstone and Steel Roden, where they'll be covering all the offseason activities around the National Hockey League. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day.